Hello, adventurers, and welcome to The Game Master and Me, a two-player tabletop role-playing podcast with me, your host, Craig Burton. Hello, adventurers, and welcome back to The Game Master and Me. So this week, we have a brand new adventure for you. We are going to be playing Fiasco from Bully Pulpit Games. Uh, Fiasco, they describe as a game of powerful ambition and poor impulse control, and it seems a pretty good description. It's a great game. Uh, it's a very narrative-driven game uh, with very little dice rolling. In fact, the, the idea is you build sort of dice pools uh, to sort of generate resolutions at the end. It's a game for three to five players, um, and yeah, when I mentioned to uh, Bully Pulpit Games on Twitter that I was going to be doing this, they suggested instead I should try some of their two-player games, uh, which I will do in due course. They make a lot of great games, produce a lot of great games, actually. So you should check out their website, um, bullypulpitgames.com, or you can follow them on Twitter, at bullypulpit underscore HQ. And when you do that, tell them that I love them very, very much. Um, yeah, so against their advice, uh, we went and did it anyway, and I feel it actually worked quite well with two players. Um I mean, it works better with three to five, uh, but it's still a great game. So, yeah, I'd highly recommend checking it out. And if you'd like to hear it played, you know, with the right number of players, there are other podcasts out there that do that. So you should go and check them out. Another thing I wanted to mention that we're going to be doing a little bit differently from this week is at the end of the show, we are going to be playing a promo for another podcast because, you know, support the community and all that. So, yeah, please stick around at the end of the show and listen to the promo from Brits on Bikes. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy episode one of Fiasco. Hello. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm all right. Ups and downs. Yeah. Great. Yep. That's nice. We don't need to hear about them. <laughs> <laughs> as i'm sure you don't want to hear about mine um, oh no you know we've already we've already had a four or five hour conversation about how we are and about how we love each other so much and yeah, things like that so uh, we don't need the, to bore people with this that it's just all for the magic to provide the illusion that we're we're fresh fresh and like ready to leap into a game and we're we're amazing at it without any thought or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. nice that that yeah good stuff so uh, this week we are playing Fiasco. Cool. Fiasco. Have you played Fiasco before? Uh, once. Once, okay. James. Yes, once. With you, in fact. You were there. You might remember. I was there, Have yes. you ever? Well, that's a stupid question, isn't it? Of course you've played it before. <laughs> but, I've played it three times before. But yeah, you've got a little bit more experience with it than me. So um, yeah, uh, since you know a little bit more about it than I do, um, tell us a little bit about Fiasco. Oh, okay. Um, well, um, it's it's hard if you, if you're used to kind of traditional kind of tabletop roleplay games. Yeah, I think Fiasco is a little bit of a departure, um, but it's awesome. It's really focused on telling a story, and in in that sense, actually, I would say, and and when you read the uh, rules, they're really quite funny and fun. Yes, um, it's, yeah, it's almost like describing a film. Yeah basically and uh and they've got all these kind of tables and sets and and you uh you roll the dice to uh to pick various things that basically set up the landscape of the characters how yeah. the characters are linked what they're kind of potentially what their objectives are um and then you tell little scenes to describe the interplay between these characters great stuff yeah great and stuff. the idea is that like crazy stuff happens um, and then halfway through, things are just turned upside down um, in the tilt. 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's good fun. Um, when I've done this before, invariably at the end of it, it's such a cool story that you end up thinking, oh, I totally should write this down because <laughs> it's a really cool story. Well, now we're recording um, it, so the yeah. story. Oh will yeah, we're be recording there. it. So that's good. Okay. Great Giving stuff. it away. Um. Yeah. So great. Yeah. That's that's. There's a yeah. snag. Well, There's what's a snag? A snag. A snag. It's for uh three players and above three to five players i think okay but there's only two of us james what are we going to do oh no there's only two of us um so okay um i played fiasco with uh two players before yeah and um um, um, let's give a shout out to will hey will hey will he won't hear this he's in china he'll hear this um (laughs) he's had one of them already he's on board yeah he's like our biggest fan of course he is our only fan <laughs> so um we tried to do uh, a three-player game and what we did is game. we well we tried to do a three-player game oh, but okay. with two players. Yeah, yeah um so there were three characters and there were just us two players and um we alternated playing the the other character the third character um and it was interesting and yeah. i think it worked um it worked okay um it's hard sometimes to really kind of um if you're playing a, a scene with yourself, it's kind of a bit weird. Yeah. Um, and also, um, Will came up with the brilliant idea of um, doing a whole scene between characters in Dutch. Um, and <laughs> right. I mean, uh, we, neither of us speak Dutch. No. So it was just saying gobbledygook words to each other and trying to expect each other to understand. Right. <laughs> I don't think it worked. No. I don't know if he'd like to write in and uh, and claim something different, but uh, I don't think it worked. So I wouldn't recommend trying that. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So how are we going to play with two players? We are each going to be playing two characters. So we've gone with four characters. Four characters. Yes. Wow. Cool. Two characters and each. The, the cool thing about that, I think, is that with four characters. Um, your character has um, links that we've rolled for the dice and picks and things like that. They have links with the other characters. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're sitting around a table, it will be the character, the, the players that are sitting next to you. So imagine we are four people around a table. And so each person's sitting at the corner of a table. I mean, who does that? Who would do that? But it's just easier for the uh, analogy. Um, and so if I'm playing my, if I'm playing opposite characters, opposite corners, and you're playing opposite corners, then in theory, we shouldn't have scenes with ourselves. Yeah, that's cool. Um, we'll have a copy of the, if, if you're struggling to follow what it is we're talking about, we'll have a copy of yeah, the, the sheet that we're working from um, in the show notes on our website. Um, so yeah. yeah, if you find your way there and click on the show notes button on this episode then it'll take you there and you can see the sheet we'll have um a copy of the one that we've been using um if you're interested and you can see how we did it and a blank one that you can fill out yourselves or use yourself or download can we do that james is that yeah it's very nice have the technology welcome to the Um, future it's in excel and um in theory it's just a plan view of a table with some notes in strategic places um but in reality i've actually also put some really uh easy kind of excel formulas so that it works out the scores from when you roll dice nice 
because I like that kind of thing. Yes, you do. <laughs> I reckon there's going to be at least one or two other people out there who uh, sit in the uh, in the middle of the diagram between uh, uh, Love Excel and Love Tabletop Gaming. At least one. Uh, there's going to be loads of people out there. Of course there is. I mean, have you played Pathfinder and how complicated and crunchy and, and rules heavy that is? It's it's people love I, numbers. Geeks love I numbers. Played Pathfinder. And no. spreadsheets make stuff fun. The funny thing is, is I'm actually not that keen on the rules part no. of role playing. Well there we go. So yeah, that's why you make a spreadsheet to do it all for you. Oh, that's a fair point, yeah. There we go. See? Genius. So a bit about the game we're playing, the setting that we are in. Um... So the setting that we decided to pick, um, of course, when you first play Fiasco, you're going to start off with the Western setting. Why wouldn't you start off with the Western setting? That's super fun. Wanna be uh, a cowboy, baby. Yeah? In your best cowboy voice. Well. Uh, well, we've all heard your best cowboy voice. Anyway, um, and uh, so we did that when we played with a friend previously. Um, and so this time... We decided not to do a Western setting. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would thoroughly recommend the Western setting because it's awesome. Also, watch lots of Western films before playing the game. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we are going to be in a McMurdo Ice Station. McMurdo Ice Station. Which is in the Antarctic, I believe. And the best thing is neither of us really know what happens in an ice station. So... Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of the game. You don't really have to know anything. No, no. It's handy if you've seen some films. Uh, yeah, some any films really. Pretty much. But films with snow in all the better if you're playing in an ice station. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what crazy things could happen at an ice station? I don't know. Probably something really bureaucratic and full of paperwork and, and meetings. <laughs> knowing us. Uh, let's try and avoid that then. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're at an ice station. Uh, we should introduce our characters. Um, James, your first character. Okay. Uh, my first character is a uh, a Russian called uh, uh, Miss Anna Pavlovnikov. Um, she is a scientist and also um, an ecological extremist. Ooh. That's... Uh, she is an ecological extremist with uh, Terence Wainwright, who is my first character. G'day, mate. He is an Australian guy, and uh, he is working at the ice station, um, doing like odd jobs here and there. He like fuels up, he moves generators about, and uh, yeah, like stuff around there. Bit of a handyman, um, and he is a he's a friend. Uh, he's a drinking buddy with. He's a drinking buddy with uh, Lloyd Traverson, PhD, um, who is a uh, an American. Uh, nerd scientist so he's like a data scientist i think i've literally just decided yeah and uh he's there to uh you know support all the number crunching and the excel usage uh, <laughs> in the ice station <laughs> bureaucracy uh, the scientists bureaucracy maybe a little bit yeah um and he is also uh the only survivor that's the link yeah uh that he has with margaret slater Margaret Slater, she is a uh, businesswoman for uh, an unknown, unnamed um, energy company or Very something. Corporate. Very, Very corporate. Very corporate. Like, she doesn't even know what they do. I'm sure they don't even know what they do. 
and yes, she is um, yeah, a businesswoman. She's there for uh, very driven for success and uh, not necessarily the nicest of people or the most honest of people. And um, she is there and a professional rival of Anna Pavlovnikov, who you met earlier. So having introduced the game, James, uh, shall we begin? Let's begin. Marvellous. Marvellous. I'll start off with uh, Anna Pavlovnikov. Yeah. And um, I get a choice whether to establish or resolve a scene. Yeah. I think I'm going to establish a scene because I have one in my head. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's probably going to be quite a brief scene, um, but it's really just to set the scene of the story kind okay. of thing. Okay. So it's um, it's 2 a.m. Uh, at the uh, at the ice station. And um, a uh, a final a final light goes out in the in Scott's hut, um, which is the Terra Nova Expeditions 1913 base, yeah. and it's it was obviously where Scott camped, and uh, since then there's been a lot of kind of uh, research and stuff done there, and so now these days it's used for uh, scientific research. Um, so a light goes out, and then. Uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of time passes, and there's just some kind of eerie shots of the deadly silence of the whole kind of camp. A little bit of wind. Obviously, the whole place is covered in snow, and then a door creaks open. Uh, you see a little crack, and the door comes open, and a, a figure, all dressed up in the coat, um, all warm up. You can't really see the face. Comes out shuts the door really quietly and then uh looks looks around and uh and starts making their way through the shadows um over to uh to uh, a point behind another building where um someone else is sitting and that someone else uh is uh terence wainwright and uh then the person arrives uh to uh terence and uh they take down their hood and it's Anna Pavlovnikov and she says to Terence the trap is set yeah are you sure no one saw no one saw oh that's great mate oh are you sure this is gonna be alright I'm really I'm quite worried about this mate this is necessary oh yeah yeah necessary for world to survive yeah yeah you're right yeah you're right you're right I get that I get that yeah just I don't know. It's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've taken great pains to ensure that only scientists involved in project and experiment are in the building. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. That's great because I don't want anyone to get hurt that, you know, that doesn't deserve it, you know? You must now set off trap. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, uh... So in my head I've got that Terence brings out this... A uh, little control panel. Yeah, yeah. Turns a key. Like Turns a, a key. To, uh, and, uh, yeah. And then hesitates. Yeah. Looks, looks at Anna, where she nods, and presses a button, and then behind them, an explosion. Boom! The hut explodes that oh, she came out of. Oh shit! Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then. Um, and then so that's the establishing of the scene, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to know how this is going to be resolved. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, that is an interesting one because it is just like a, uh, 
Ah, uh, is it going to go well or is it going to go badly? Because that's for me to decide, isn't it? I mean, it seems like it went well. She, um... Oh, in fact, in fact, I am going to say it's gone bad. Do I have to say why it's gone badly? I'm not sure. I suppose at some point you'd have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, because I'm, I'm just trying to think because there's a way, like... If you've got to... something in... If you've got something in mind that you want to kind of keep your cards close to your chest for a bit, then that's fine with me. I kind of do. Terence reacted in a way that I wasn't expecting. I like it. Okay, no, that's fine with me. You do that and um, give me a black die, right? You get a black die, yeah. Okay, so I'm taking a black die and I'm putting it in my uh, like character sheet box that I've created. Okay, so... um, but um. Is is that basically it? I mean, you're not going to describe why it went badly. You're just like they they then hurry off to their dorm to make it look like they've been sleep all the time. So it ends badly in that um, uh, we push the button and then as we like crack on with our thing, as we sort of leave, there's uh, there's medics um, <laughs> at the end of the scene. There's there's medics arriving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and specifically that they're tending to uh, yeah, yeah. a couple of people that are definitely alive. Yeah, yeah. That were caught in the blast. Ooh. Yeah. I like it though because the question is, did Anna or Terence know about them and engineer that? Yeah. Ooh. Who knows? Well. Who knows? In that, in, it's well that scene, and now it is uh, Terence's. It is Terence's scene. Um, Terence's scene. Establishing or resolving. So yeah, yeah. Um, James, I would like you to establish this scene for me, for Terence, okay. and I am going to resolve it. Yeah, that is probably the one drawback of uh, only having two players is that like, it's kind of fifty-fifty, isn't it? Really. Yeah, yeah. Input of two people. Yeah. Anyway, uh, two brilliant people. So you know. Well, um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are these people? Um, so uh, okay, so um, so Terence is uh, back in uh, in in Australia, and uh, I think we didn't mention that this whole game is set in the 1980s. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he's he's on yeah. his uh, yeah. So okay, so he's in Australia. What do we do? Can we can okay. we start the scene with him um, uh, roller skating, listening to his Walkman? <laughs> skating can do. I was going to go for surfing. Oh, mate. <laughs> so he's. So he's roller skating along with his surfboard, carrying <laughs> yeah, it down to the, to the beach <laughs> yeah. uh, to go surfing, because that's what he does all day, yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah, roller skates with his do surfboard. Anything else. Um, cool. And, uh, I mean, in order to, to kind of push the ecological extremist thing, I was thinking that he would go down there and, um, and maybe uh, maybe the beach would be kind of shut because there's some oil spillage or something like that there were so many oil spillages in the 80s yeah yeah he so goes like, down there he's roller skating down there and he, with his surfboard but he's carried all the way and that's got to be really hard work roller skating with a surfboard so imagine how angry he's going to be when he gets to the beach and <laughs> sees all the like penguins uh -oh. and shit like I know. Covered in oil. And so, like, there's unable to there's there's fly. a load of emergency vehicles down there. Yeah. There's all the there's all the surfers kind of like sitting at the side. Um, some of the surfers have um have joined in to to look after the birds, and they've yeah. getting oily. Not penguins. They're getting you don't get all penguins in Australia. Stuff. Oh, they escaped from the zoo. They escaped from the zoo. And, oh, he um, hates zoos. Yeah. 
<laughs> he hates yeah. them. He hates zoos. Oh yeah. So yeah. so the question is, um, is he gonna? Is he? You know. And um, uh, okay, here's one. Here's one. Um, actually, because these, um, because some of these animals are so covered in oil that yeah. they basically they wouldn't survive if they were just left to their own devices, and uh, and so they'd like starve to death. And so there's um, uh, there's not enough resource um in uh in the county or whatever district term they use in australia yeah. and so actually they're they're euthanizing they're euthanizing a lot of these animals mate, they can't do that we can clean them up no stop it mate and he runs down he runs down to the beach uh and he he whips off his t-shirt and uh like grabs a baby penguin off a guy that's about to like <laughs> About to stab it in the head and euthanize it with a with a oh. massive needle. He goes, nah, mate, clean it up. Look, and he starts like scrubbing this penguin down. Yeah. And um, oh, mate, mate, he's uh, he's not gonna survive. Nah, mate, he's nah, gonna be mate. fine. He's gonna be fine, mate. And uh, he, nah, he's uh, totally dead already. Nah, mate, he's not dead, mate. Dead. He's alive. Listen to him. That's the penguin. That's the sound of life, mate. That's the sound of hope, mate. I'm going to clean him up and this penguin's going to be all right. I'm going to clean up all the penguins, mate. You stop stabbing him with your needle, mate. No, nah, mate, Luke, I need you to leave the area now. No, nah, mate. Uh, no, nah, it's not going to happen, mate. I'm going to, get the, uh, I'm going to call the cops on nah, you. No, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't do that. I'm going to clean him up. I'm going to fix him. I'm going to save him. I'm going to go I'm going to go down to the down to the down to the shop down down to is it what's the shop they have is it like McCall's or something now that's that's English one uh, what's the shop they have that's everywhere in Australia and I can't remember I'm going to go to the I'm shop not. mate and I'm going to buy a load of sandwiches I'm going to buy a load of like tuna sandwiches because that's what penguins eat mate and I'm going to feed them I'm going to clean them up and they're going to be fine don't you call the cops mate Okay, so I think you can choose to resolve this, and it's going to be quite straightforward, really. Because yeah. if it's positive, then obviously you get to save one or more animals. Yeah. Uh, if it's negative, then uh, obviously they get murdered in front of you. Uh, oh, interesting it... choice for a vegan, isn't it? It is an interesting <laughs> choice. I really want it to be positive because I really want Terence to be happy and win because I know that. So the... Eventually, when when he has to do bad things, it will be all the worse for him. Yeah, I mean, either one fits in with his character. Yeah, either because one. Fits either in. either things could could spurn you to kind of uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah do more ecological kind of work. I want this to go well for him because I really like the idea okay. that Terence has a little penguin companion. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have to, to make be sense. Physically it's the, possible. It's the 80s. It's what made 80s sense film. in the 80s? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so you want it to go positively. Yeah. yeah. Um, And you can describe how it's going to go positively, and I'll try and play along if you want. Yeah, okay. Um, He uh, he goes, nah, mate, don't call the cops, mate. And he's he's rubbing this little penguin and cleaning him up, and he goes, look, look. And the little penguin opens its eyes and, like, smiles, a little penguin smile, <laughs> and, like, with a little glint in its eye. Yeah. And it flaps his little wings, and the guy's, and the guy's like, oh, mate, I didn't. I didn't think he was going to be. I didn't think he was going to survive, but you did it. You were right, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, it's fine. I'm going to save all the birds, mate. What happened here, anyway? And then, like, the guy tells him about the oil tanker, and he goes, "Oil. Yeah. I hate oil, mate." 
and like he's angry and he stares out to sea with an angry face. Nice. That's that's yeah. That's how it is. Is it just the one bird he's saving, or no? He's going to save a few of them. He's going to save a few of them, but this one's going to be like his save little companion bird. All right then. Look, mate, yeah. if you want to come up with a plan to save some of these poor, poor drongos, <laughs> uh, poor galahs, then uh, then look, I'm with you, mate. I don't want to see them put down. I'm the oh, one who's mate. putting them down. Yeah, I've got a plan. Let's like let's get a few people down here. All right, let's like go out and we'll ask some people. We'll be like, mate, come down, come down to the beach, mate, and clean up some birds and that. We can play some music. We can go surfing afterwards when it's all clear and it's lovely. Everyone loves birds because they're great and stuff. And well, we can, we can get out, a barbecue, mate. mate. We'll get it going. Get a barbie and get a few beers in. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's going to happen. That might be seen. Seen. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Seen. And you got a white dye. I got a white dye. I got a white, white dye. Terrence got a white dye. Okay, so uh, Lloyd, Lloyd's go. Yeah. It's a week after the accident. Uh, Lloyd's, Lloyd's pretty good. He's kind of recovered. He's back to work. I mean, you couldn't stop him not working. Even in the hospital, he had his laptop, crunching numbers, uh, you know, coding and all that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff. And when I say coding, I mean this is the eighties. Yeah. Did they have laptops in the eighties? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so he he got he got them to wheel his like massive computer down uh, <laughs> with a big thick cable because um, they've got like a network running around Ice Station hmm. McMurdo or Ice Station Zero, or whatever. Might have had laptops, but they were probably like as big as a car or something because the batteries they needed yeah. or something. Yeah, like okay, a shopping so... trolley. <clears throat> So we're saying he's got his uh, computer next to his bed. Yeah. But anyway, um, so he, uh, for the first time, he's got out of the hospital and for the first time he's allowed to kind of like uh, have a drink. Yeah. And so naturally he goes down to the place where they uh, where they drink, um, which is called... <laughs> Ice Capades. Ice Capades. Yeah. That's quite good. Um, okay, so uh, so Lloyd and Terence are sitting in the ice capades, and I think what this scene will be is it will be um, almost like um, a time passing scene of um, they. It starts when they originally uh, get there, yeah. and then as they get more and more drunk, things develop. Yeah. So as it as it okay. starts off, they get there. I reckon uh, Terence is there first. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, um, and and how, how I see it going is um, they get there and uh, they haven't been there for a while. So uh, someone someone suggests like doing some shots uh, in between uh, drinks because they've yeah. each got a pint of beer um, and uh, they also have these uh, shots. So yeah. each scene, uh, each like scene within the scene will be um, kind of punctuated by a shot of them slamming down, yeah. taking a shot yeah. Yeah, and slamming down. <laughs> As they get more drunk, okay, so they meet there, and uh, yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd gets in, or uh, Terence gets in, or whatever. So they just sat down. Yeah. Um, oh, it's it's great to be out of that uh, hospital. Yeah, uh, mate. That place was stifling. Yeah, I could imagine. How are you doing? Uh, I just wanted to get mate. back to work, really. Yeah, you're nuts, mate. I know. It's I I needed my uh, my uh, my my bigger screen. And uh, and the peace yeah. and quiet of my uh, of my room to do some serious work, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you do, mate. I can't believe that. I can't believe that happened to you. I'm just so glad you're all right, mate. Just what happened? Well, I, I guess. Um. Uh, I I don't know. 
um, an accident, I guess, an yeah. issue. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I, I'm not really concerned. I'm, I'm more concerned about the, the time that it took away from my work. Yeah, yeah, I could imagine. I could imagine. Yeah, like, well, I mean, what, what is your work, mate? I don't know if we've ever really talked about that. Okay, so I'm gonna suggest drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then, uh, uh, yeah, well, uh, and 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 that's how, and it kind of jumps to him mid conversation. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so that's how I um, that's how I got into things. You know, I just you would would sit at home. I wasn't really allowed out, and uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I kind of uh, made friends with with numbers and math, oh, and right. uh, you know, uh, computers then came out, and I didn't really leave the house after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Computers are pretty like you know they they're cool and that they're uh, yeah I, I I like surfing, mate. Surfing and skating, yeah, and then uh, and Lloyd starts um, chewing uh, chewing Terence's ear off about um, like uh, algorithms and yeah. maths, and uh, and then drink, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then and there's another bit of him still talking about algorithms and maths, yeah. uh, and like Terence is looking Drinking quite weary, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then drink and then they both drink and uh, Lloyd's like yeah but it, it can tell you some really interesting things you yeah. know um, I mean like uh, there's some really interesting uh, data uh, that's coming out of um, the uh, uh, Scott's Hut site uh, oh um, right yeah yeah I mean like I just I, I can't believe um, I, I thought there was some kind of uh, issue with the data quality um, but we uh, we had some people check into the uh, the process and the uh, the experimental uh, methods of extracting the data and uh, we can't see that there's anything wrong with it it's just this stuff that's just off the scale oh you right. know it's unbelievable so, so I mean this is stuff we haven't even seen this stuff on you know any other scientific experiment that's been done on planet Earth, you know. Oh right, mate. So that that data it it, it survived the accident, mate. You still got it. Oh yeah, I managed to uh, I managed to to get some uh, to grab my floppies. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny because <laughs> it's the eighties and I forgot it's the eighties. Oh mate, that's 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 great. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of floppies uh, back in my room. <clears throat> um, I mean, I put them. Hey, look, you know, I put them in a sensible place, um, and they're all kind of uh, protected. Oh, that's but, great, um, mate. Yeah, that's 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 great yeah. news, mate. Yeah. And yeah, uh, and, and drink, drink. Um, yeah, the only the only thing that could uh, that could wipe them out um, would be you know like I don't know an explosion or uh, a, a magnetic field. A magnetic field. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. That's wipes wipes floppies, man. It wipes them. Just wipes them dead. They may as well just be plastic and whatever mate, the material that's is. That's terrible, that makes mate. Disc inside. Um, yeah, it's right. crazy. I yeah, mean, uh, crazy. it's it's weird considering the uh, the amount of magnetic kind of resonance and uh, frequencies we have around here. Anyway, you'd think we'd yeah. come up with a better technology, but yeah, uh, yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you, mate? Like rambling and stuff. I mean, it's like about... 1985, mate. You think we? Have some really like good technology now. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't know. I, th I feel like this is approaching a a scene resolution yeah. sort of thing. Um, I feel like if it goes badly, maybe um, Terence could get the keys or something, or, or know where to get the discs. Like 
he knows what yeah, he's yeah. looking for. He, he knows Lloyd's hiding place, basically. Yeah. That's quite uh, an easy thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and if it goes well, if it goes well, I guess simply Terence would be happy to sort of keep this quiet. I guess it, Lloyd would be like, but keep it quiet, mate, because, you know, well, no, Lloyd would say well, an American although accent. Although in an American accent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon then? Well or badly? I prefer, for the story, I prefer badly. Yeah, I think it should go badly. So after a few drinks, yeah, a few more of those drinks, and they're, they're punctuated with um, uh, kind of like, you know, ridiculous talking. Yeah. Um, like he's really, obviously, really loosened up now. Yeah. Um, and so so let, let's play through that a bit. So uh, drink, and then, um, oh, yeah, um, I, um, I, I really love Westerns. I really oh, love mate. Westerns. Yeah, yeah I love great. Westerns. It's so great. Yeah. It's just so cool. Like uh, like John Wayne, you know, he walks in and he's like, I'm John Wayne. I'm going to oh. do stuff and I'm really yeah, confident. Mate. Yeah, I'm John Wayne. He goes and he... <laughs> and then drink. <laughs> I'm then, John there's a picture Wayne. Of, the picture of Lloyd, like, uh, brushing through uh, Terence's hair. Like, how do you get your hair so soft? Mate, I it's don't so even know. It's so soft, man. I don't even know, it's mate. So... I don't Amazing. even like wash it or anything. It's like, so cool. It's cool. Sometimes it's, cool. it's totally, totally rad. Sometimes, mate, my penguin he like curls up around my head when we're in bed. My little penguin. You met Rory, mate. Oh yeah, yeah. He's you met great. him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and I wonder if maybe hey. like the oils on his feathers, maybe like <laughs> drink. And then drink, uh, and then I guess we'll go into the the bit where he's saying, "Oh yeah, so um, so I mean, I keep these uh these discs on like complete lockdown, man." Yeah. Um, no one's getting them. I, I keep right. them. Um, actually, I've got this little uh, compartment. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I keep them under my pillow, under right? Pillow, but it's mate. not what you think. I've no. got this crazy little compartment in uh, under my bed uh, that's under my pillow. That's where I keep all my secret stuff. Oh, mate. Don't tell anyone. I won't tell anyone, mate. Hey, Lloyd, Lloyd. I'm John Wayne. <laughs> Um, drink John Wayne drink <laughs> yeah. scene cool so uh, Lloyd that went badly he's got oh a, yeah I've got a black, black dice yeah, so he's got one black die and take that out of the centre pot okay I am going to um, I'm going to um yeah I'm going to establish a scene with Margaret it's going to be a flashback a flashback Ooh. scene is going to be yeah it's going to okay. be yeah so the first time she goes to the the hut because there's lots of work going on underneath the hut because that's where they're testing around so it's before before things have happened and she's oh, going like to it, yeah yeah she's going to uh walk in um and there is going to be uh her husband yes uh how long they've been how long have they been married they've been married they've been married for um I think they've been together I think they've been together for quite a while. I think they've gone kind of uh, for quite some time and I feel like they've uh, been comfortable and it's been convenient for a long time. They've both been quite driven in their in their ways so I okay. think they've known it since yeah. they were quite young and they've both been quite driven in their fields and it's just been like she's off doing this and that and he's off studying and and you know and uh, yeah, so yeah. He's, he's a scientist, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's a scientist. He's a scientist, okay. and he's working with Lloyd and with Anna. Yeah. Okay. Um, and nice. I think, yeah. Uh, so she walks into the hut, 
Um, Hang on, sorry, you're saying that they're there now, or uh, no? Like I don't think I don't think really Lloyd is working there. with them. I don't think okay, Lloyd good. is there. I don't think. I Lloyd didn't want to have to. I was already getting confused about. No, accents. no, no, no. So no, you don't have to do that. So uh, she goes into the hut, and I think this is going to be. Uh, she's going to bump into now because I want her to. I want her to have a scene with Anna, pretty much. I want her to, uh, okay. to meet. Um, so yeah, so she goes in there. Anna and um, what did we say his name was? Mr. Slater. Doctor. Doctor Slater. Doctor Slater. Um, uh, we. Uh, what's the very uh, British name? Uh, Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I don't know, Doctor Anthony. Anthony Slater. Anthony. 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 Uh, Not like Tony in. or Ant or anything, just Anthony. Yeah, and they're uh, they're over, you know, pulling over some work and some numbers and stuff. She's like, "Hello, Anthony," okay. and she walks up to him and she leans in for a for a kiss on the cheek. Oh, hello, darling. Yeah, very like a little peck. Then she sees Anna. She's like, "Oh, uh, Miss Pavlovnikov." Uh, she kind of gives a um, bit of a steely sort of look. Have they met before? No, she hasn't met Anna before. She hasn't met Anna. Okay, okay. I don't think she's probably heard of her, and that's why yes, she's given her. The, that's why she gives her. That's why she shoots the look uh, because um, yeah, Anna yeah. is. You know, she knows about her. She's quite known for her for her um, activism and her environmental. Oh, activism. Okay. Yeah, not, she's not known. Her. She's known for being quite yeah. outspoken about the environment and things. Okay. Do you, Do you not think? Yeah, no, it sounds good. Uh, Margaret gives her a look because she's very much, she doesn't care about that kind of thing. She cares about money. She cares about the bottom line. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, so tell oh, me. Maybe. Yeah, go on. Uh, so, so, yeah, so tell me, Anthony, what, 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 what have you found? I feel like if what you're saying is true about the numbers here, then I think I have some parties that would be very, very interested in this. Oh, yes, yes. I mean, it's definitely true. It's definitely obvious that we're dealing with something unparalleled in power. Um, but I, I don't think it's really, um, you know, the right time to be really thinking about, um, you know, interested parties. If anything, it would be a case of me um, uh, publishing these um, so they can be reviewed by peers. Um, wouldn't you wouldn't you agree, Miss um, Pavlovnikov? Um, oh, by the way, uh, darling, have you met um, uh, Anna? I no, we haven't met. Uh, hello, Miss Pavlovnikov. Um, I've heard about you before. Your reputation precedes you. Oh, don't believe everything you hear. Nice to meet you. Yes. She's quite steely. I'm sure. Um, and she like gives a little like nod. Doesn't shake her hand because um, because yeah. her work's too important. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, yes. I she mean, she just goes back to her microscope. We could get it reviewed, um, uh, but if 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 there's even half half true what you say, then then people will be falling them over over themselves for this. Uh, I mean, what do we wait? Do we wait for it to go off to review and someone else to study it and someone else to figure it out and someone else to take the idea from underneath us? No, I, I don't. I don't think there's many people around here. Um, darling, that would, uh, you know, that would would be able to come in and run off with the idea. Not the Russians, Anthony. And uh, does she say that loud enough for Anna to hear or not? <laughs> she tries to say it quietly enough. She tries to sort of like turn her that like, gaze away from. Okay, well, in that case, then can I suggest that uh, the camera flicks onto um, Anna, yeah, who sort of doesn't visibly react, yeah, to that that they can see. But the audience can see that she did kind of have a little bit of a sideways glance, yeah, like she yeah. heard, but it's not reacting intentionally. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, yeah, darling, I am. Um, look, we we ha- he takes her aside. He takes uh, Margaret aside and says, you know, look, we've got, we've got some, we, we've got scientific rigor in this experiment. Um, I mean, um, have you have you met uh, have you met the the data scientist? Um, I mean, he he wouldn't he wouldn't know how to talk to anyone if he wanted to. The data you know? scientist, Mister Traverson. Traverson, yes, yes, yes. Traverson, PhD, I believe. Yes, yes. Um, uh, Lloyd. We haven't, we haven't met. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm doing the rounds. Yes. I mean, come on, Anthony. We, we need to get this sorted. I mean, there's some very interested parties, and there's only so long I can, I can carry on, you know, getting funding if there's no, no results. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's a fair point. We do want to keep the funding stream going. Um. Okay. Well, I tell you what. I tell you what. I think um, we can push for. A, um, a creation, um, I don't know what to call it, but like a visualization, like a presentation thing. Yes. Um, because we've actually, um, we've actually managed to extract, with our drilling, we've managed to extract very, very small samples of the substance. And so I think right. we will be able to demonstrate the uh, practical applications. So we could do, uh, we could do a, a video camera recording that sounds um, of that yes um and perhaps and i think that would get people that would get people very interested very excited. that's good that's good that's what we want that's what we need that's what we need and um i feel like we need to have some sort of resolution to this yeah um, yeah exactly okay so i get to choose whether it's good or bad don't i yeah um for margaret is yeah. it gonna be good or bad for margaret um well she doesn't seem very nice i don't like a character i don't, I don't like, like her personally but that's why i like her um <clears throat> but then her being successful could drive the story a bit quicker so i think i'd like to give her a white die um so that means that she gets what she wants okay um, um and what is that exactly maybe maybe she gets what she wants in the uh she um this means that um, unbeknownst to the rest of the people on the project, yeah. Anthony, Dr. Slater, actually um, extracts, he, he formulates a plan with Margaret. He says, look, oh, if you can organize yeah. the camera crew, I will set up an experiment in um, uh, Hut 3. And, uh, and, then, and then we can, we can film it. Um, we can schedule that for, I don't know, I think it'll be ready by Tuesday. Um, and so I'll, I'll move, um, I'll move the required equipment there and store the sample there. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so, um, so basically that's, that's how they, that's how they leave it. And so the implication is, um, by the time the, uh, accident happens, the explosion happens, has he moved the sample or not? Ooh, but he was going to, mm. but yeah, no, I like has that. he had a chance? That was the plan. That was the plan. So, uh, well, I go. guess if it ends, yeah. Who knows? I like it. I like that a lot. That is a scene. Anything to move stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because no one knows what the stuff is. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's back round to you for your second scene with Anna. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, this one I'd like to resolve. Okay. Um, because purely because I chose established last time, I think. I think I've established both of my scenes so far, so... Yeah. So, the uh, 
scene is going to be uh, prior to... Uh, it's just going to be an evening in a bar and she is going to be out with the other scientists uh, on the thingy, I think. She's and going is to it the bar or...? In ice capades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they have a they have a bar crawl thing where they basically like go round th- three of the huts and then come back to ice capades. They go to ice capades yeah, yeah. drink, and uh, yeah. yeah, she is. So yeah, she's uh, out in the bar with um, other scientists. With other scientists, uh, so Anthony is there, and then there's a few other Anthony people is there. doing other things. Lloyd is there, but he's he's very yeah. quiet and like doing his own thing and like working on things. <laughs> So there is no okay. reason that Anne is going to have to talk to Lloyd. Um, but yeah, I feel like Anthony's the most important thing. I feel like she's having a chat with Terence. Is, is it just her and Terence or were the other people there as well? There's other people there as well. Other people there as well. It's like a, a night out on the on the base. It's like uh, someone's birthday or something, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's it's uh, it's a science thing. It's Friends Day Wednesday. Friends Day Wednesday. Everyone loves Friends Day Wednesday. Yeah, uh, trying to get the uh, trying to get the scientists to be social with each other. Otherwise, they'll go like insane because of the uh, isolation of the ice station. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and uh... so Friends Day Wednesday, all of the. Okay, okay, guys, guys. Thank you all for coming out for another Friends Day. Wednesday. I'm sorry, I'm struggling. Up. <laughs> Friends Day, Wednesday. French Day, Wednesday. Anyway, yeah, it's great that you could all, you could all come out and just, you know, get to know each other and have a nice time. And yeah, just you know, I really enjoy having you here on this, on on, I having you here working. Sit down, Steve. Sit down. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, that's... Uh, so it's it's late into the evening. It's late into the evening. And Terence is uh, sat with um, Anna. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I think Anna, Anna turns to Terence and says, I think he already he has too much to drink. Yeah, d- he does this like every time. Every time. Every Wednesday? Every every Friends Day Wednesday, that guy gets up, makes a speech about Friends Day Wednesday, corrects himself, Friends Day Wednesday, and, yeah, and gets told to, like, just, I just wish you'd go away, mate. I just, this I is hate first it. Wednesday I've been down. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. I may, not, I may not come on another Wednesday. I may just drink uh, vodka in my room, like in Soviet Russia. <laughs> right, that sounds that sounds fun, mate. That sounds really fun. It, it is fun. Oh, it's I... best vodka, best vodka, much nicer, much nicer. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and 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 you should come. You should come to my room and drink vodka. Yes. Yeah. Who's that? Who's? You want me to come to your room and drink vodka? Not specifically in my room, no, uh, Terence. Don't get excited. I'm not excited. I was just going to ask you. The vodka is the I was best. Just going to ask you, Anna. Who's that guy? And he's nodding towards. Uh, he's nodding towards one of the scientists that you work with. That guy. Okay. Which one? So I can actually tell. The one. The one with the stupid glasses. Like, you know. That oh, that's, that's Lloyd. No, not Lloyd. I know Lloyd. No, Lloyd. No, mate. The other one. With the stupid glasses. 
This could go on all night. This could go on all night. Yeah, it could, could do, couldn't it? It's like yeah. doing a scene in Dutch. What's that on his, um, what's that on his name badge? Is it anchovy? Anchovy? <laughs> I can't see, mate. Cause... Yes. Yes, we uh, we make joke in uh, lab where we all have fish names. Fish names, mate. That's clever. That's clever. Because we're in like the Arctic, mate. You can cut holes in the ice and like there's fish in there. We're like we're practically in the sea, mate. My name is uh, Miss Tuna Pavlovnikov. Miss Tuna Pavlovnikov. Like fish tuna. Yeah, that's right, mate. I you mean, know tuna? Tuna fish? Tuna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Rory gets excited because he likes tuna. It's a funny joke, yes? It's, it's funny yeah, joke. it's a great joke. It's a great joke. You in there? So, yeah. I, I made it up myself. No, it's nice, mate. So, uh, yeah, you and this, this this anchovy guy. Tell me about tell me about anchovy. Well, he uh, he's brilliant, uh, brilliant scientist. Uh, he leads the uh, he leads the expedition. I've had to, um, and she leans in. I've had to get close to him to uh, to make sure that that our plan will work. All right. Oh. Is it... I've had to get close to him to make sure that all the all the scientists can be in the same place oh, in right. one night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, all the scientists. Like scientists who work on the lab, work on the project. So and if even be... one of them survives or if they publish any findings in any way then our plan will not work and the world could be destroyed. Oh, right, right. So, like, does that mean so all of them have to be in there? I mean, Anchovy and, 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 and Lloyd? Anchovy, Lloyd, yes. And, and, and... I, I don't know what Lloyd is like anyway. I haven't spoken to him, really. Wow. Well, I've spoken to him. He hasn't spoken. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, mate. I mean, you know, he's, he's in here. He's about, seen him about, you know. I've had to set up generators and stuff, and he's been there, and he's like taking data and that. I don't, don't really know, mate. But you know, yeah. Whoa, crikey. Indeed, but in sacrifices must be made, Terence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Totally understand, mate. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for, wasn't for like sacrifices, if I didn't sacrifice my shirt, mate, then, then Rory would still be covered in oil. You know, uh, Spock. Ah, oh, well, for that. Spock. Or for that. He says, show. Um, needs of many outweigh needs of few. Yeah, he's also got yes. pointy ears and, like, doesn't believe in love, mate. Doesn't believe in love. Oh, uh, you have not watched as much uh, star program as I have. <laughs> no? He does believe in love. He, he, he loves very deeply. Very ah, right. Sometimes, Terence, it is the people that do not show love who love more deeply. Ah, right. Because I always just thought he was like some sort of logic creep, mate. And he was like, he was like, logic. And, it's not logical. And goes, when she it? says that, when she says that, yeah. she uh, inadvertently glances over to anchovy. Anchovy. Yeah. Oh. With Doctor Slater, as we know him by Dr. his real Slater. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Slater. Yeah. Um, she downs a drink, downs the rest of a drink. Okay. And you wait. Did I set the scene for you? Didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. So you get to decide whether this goes. Uh, okay. Hey, if you like, if you like the, you, you you like him. I saw you look at him when you talked about about love. 
You looted him? I was looking around. I was looking around. Yeah, man. He is a brilliant man. It's hard not to like um, very clever men. I mean, he's a handsome man, mate. He's a handsome man. I mean, apart from those stupid oh, glasses. Oh, Like, if he took off those stupid in glasses. Soviet Russia, in Soviet Russia, all men have beard. Yeah, yes, mate. He doesn't have a beard. I mean, he's got that little goatee no, thing. No, it's pro probably a good thing. Hmm. I mean, it's like... Well, that could be shaved off. It could be sh You could shave him, mate. Yeah, I'd like to shave him. Yeah, I'd like that, mate. Well, why don't what, you go over why and talk is to that, him, Why would you like to shave him? Well, you know, it's like, an, it's like a closeness thing, isn't it? You know, shaving someone. You never oh, shave like, someone like sheep. Would go to your... Like sheep. You, 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 uh, you stereotype. You share sheep. Mate. Anna, that's so racist, mate. In Soviet mate. Russia, sheep need all <laughs> sheep need all wool to survive. Yeah, well, you know, in Australia and New Russia. Zealand, where the sheep's live, right? They don't need their wool because it's hot, mate. And we can use that wool to make like to make shoes, and cars, and windows, and things, mate. So yeah, anyway, he pushes a shot over to her and goes down that and go and talk to Anchovy. Go on, mate. Go on. Well, as you wish. As you wish. You're racist. Anyway, so she, she downs it. She downs it. Yeah. Very. It's this, it's this horrible drink that they've got there, right? Yeah. But she downs it whilst maintaining eye contact with him. She downs it very slowly. Just like, yeah, this is what I can do with my self-control. <laughs> and she puts the glass down and shoves it back over to him. And then, uh, and then gets up and goes over to talk to uh, Anchovy. Yeah, go on, go on. And he goes, "Oh, hello, Tuna." <laughs> is this um, is this uh? We and have to decide if this is going to end well or badly. Well, question is, uh, do I want to resolve this positively or negatively, and what would that look like? Oh. Um, positive. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to end it negatively. And negative is that um, basically, like, uh, she kind of asks him, um, you know, is uh, basically she just starts falling for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's bad for her because yeah. she's got to kill him. Yeah. She's got to have him killed. Yeah. Oh, I don't think okay. we really need to uh, role play the whole um, us flirting no. uh, situation. No. <laughs> It's like we're awkward at the best of times. If we need to try and flirt as awkward <laughs> people, then um, it's going to be even yeah. worse. Awkward people in... Uh, oh, no, you wouldn't be having an accent, but I would, which no, I'm not doing well at, so hmm? let's not push it. Okay, well, there you go. That's scene, then. Nice, mate. Scene. And that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for joining us. I really hope you enjoyed that. We will be back in two weeks' time with the next instalment of our fiasco adventure. Hurrah! Um, yeah, if you want to get in contact with us in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, at the GM and me, or you can go to our website, thegamemasterandme.com, and we have a Facebook as well. Um, obviously, you can find links to all those from our website. Um, so that's it from me this week, really. Um, all that's left to say is please stick around right to the end. As I say, we have this promo from Brits on Bikes, which is a really good little podcast, and I really think you'll enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, have a great one, and uh, stay vigilant, adventurers.
In other news, it appears that Marsh Haven is on the up as those good eggs over at Mondo Corps have done it again by announcing an Hello. 150 new jobs once they open the doors to the Phoenix Plaza. Various boutiques and offices, the plaza boasts a new exhibition space, famous Pete Mummy, and a much-needed cash injection into local secondary school, Anna Kingsford College. Hello. Look, if you can hear this, then maybe all is not lost. Marsh Haven is not the place that you think it is. It has secrets, and there doesn't seem to be a sane adult in a hundred miles of the place who wants to know. Look, just spread the word. The kids are doing the best they can, but the country needs to know. The world needs to know that... Brits on Bikes is an actual play podcast powered by the Kids on Bikes RPG. Listen on your preferred podcatcher and follow us on Twitter at Brits underscore bikes. Keep on biking.